Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello everyone and welcome to Club Deck Corner here on Club at 22, the Rangers podcast. In a week where we entered the month of April and a massive month for Rangers, we witnessed a team reduced to a whimper and threw away any real chance of retaining the lead championship. What a very positive way of starting a podcast. I am your host, Scott Carney, and joining me is two OGs. First of all, uh, Ali Pearson, how are you, mate? Very well. I see all the Celtic fans have enjoyed my wee joke in our podcast, so I was quite <laughs> enjoyed that joke. It was um, to be to actually to be fair to some of them, their comment I didn't read all their comments, but the, the guy that put it up actually went in and he wanted to get a dig out of our podcast. And to be fair to him, he actually came out and said we we all were very knowledgeable and stuff. So we actually got a compliment out of it. But I'm I'm glad they loved my wee joke. Maybe I'll quit this and become a comedian, but can you see that happen? No, uh, no, no, I did notice that, mate. Uh, look, oh, I'll address it now. I still can't understand why Celtic fans want to watch us. Each to their own. It helps us podcast. <laughs> Whatever they want to do, that is fine. Some of them I will not humour in any way, shape, or form because you can't, you can't, you can't put yourself down that low in the fear of not being able to get yourself back up again. So. Uh, but that one I thought was quite funny, and it was a good joke, mate. I even laughed yeah. on the pod at that yeah. the four seconds four minutes on. It was good. Uh, just quickly, has Chick Young out your closet yet, mate? Yeah, I mean, Scotia ended up in the town because Page Road West closed early for obvious reasons because everyone was the downer. So, I mean, Scotia ended up in the town, bumped into Chick Young and Brian Rice, the ex Hamilton manager, and uh, Pat Evans was there with them. Pat Nevin was there as well, I so we had a night with him. So, um, I was all right. You know, it was funny when you sent that picture. You were, I could tell with yours, I was like, guys, Ali was in a different level. I put him on, I put, yeah, I put him on the phone to my dad. I phoned my dad and I was like, yeah, do you want to speak to Chick Young? <laughs> <laughs> Chick Young was speaking to him. That's funny. Uh, uh, yeah. Scott Gemmell, another OG. How are you, mate? Yeah, I thought I was doing okay because I, yesterday I took like the day off of not looking at anything football related. Just didn't touch it, and so you know that completely kind of wipes it from from your mind. But today, while I was getting ready for this, I went in and started looking at stuff, and it's to be honest, started bringing me a wee bit down again. If I'm being honest. Yeah, well, we might as well have the laughs now because they're going to be few and far between by the time we actually get into the nitty gritty of stuff. And making his pod debut is a guy that's not called Tommy, but we'll all call him Tommy. No. Tommy, Tommy, how are you, mate? <laughs> I'm good, mate. I'm good. Uh, it's great to be on here. Uh, privilege. Not maybe not for this one because this is going to be brutal, isn't it? But yeah, I've been loving it. Loving it. Getting involved. <laughs> yes, this is. Um... Not a, not a positive no. podcast to start off with me. No. It really isn't going to be. Definitely, no. definitely not. Uh, that is for sure. But no, pleasure to have you, mate. And uh, yeah, welcome, welcome to Club at Twenty Two. Uh, just 
before we get into a few things, I just uh, have to thank Nick Wall for the four coffees uh, and the really nice message to go along with it. Thank you very much, Nick. Very much appreciated. And again, uh, Les, I hope you watched this one because you did say you weren't going to watch Sundays. It was an absolute pleasure to meet you on Sunday, Les, and he bought the he got the beers in for the boys, um, which was very much appreciated. Uh, I really, really fantastic moment for the podcast it really was i still think to myself i can't believe the way les was for us it was uh it was really really good uh, something really really special for us and it helped us help cheer us all up um uh, it really was brilliant so right before we get into the uh, kind of old firm debrief um karma decided to kick us while we were down it's just amazing the way things happen in life and um, it was confirmed by the club that alfredo morelos will be out the rest of the season i think we all expected it considering what the pictures we'd seen and the fact that he was going to a, a specialist but yeah ali this is less than ideal and it is like can things get <laughs> any worse <laughs> Might as well just add it to the list of things that have started in April that haven't been great, but I'd, same as you, Carney. I'd written about for the season anyway, so yeah. was I surprised by it today? No, not at all. You always live with that wee bit of hope that, yeah, he might be available near the end of the season for crucial games, i.e. maybe the Scottish Cup or whatever for in that in terms of the final, but um, I fear is what it is. I mean, just, we need to go with what we've got, and to be honest, what we've got up front at the moment isn't great, um, but it is what it is, and we just need to go on with it. Yeah, probably your thoughts on Alfredo been out for the rest of the season, mate? I thought it was quite interesting. See, see, the club released that um, it said he was injured on international duty. I, I think that was way before that, personally. I still can't believe he went. That's the thing for me. They said it's international duty. I, I don't think it was. That was my kind of opinion on it. He's obviously going to be out, and he's a huge blow. I was going through some stats today. So if you take Alfredo out of this, there's seven players for our team. They've scored 16 goals in the last 131 appearances. That's how important he is. You know, we're just not getting goals from anywhere else. So it is a massive blow for us. And there's no getting around that. Uh, there is. Scotia, I think Tommy's trying to steal your job, mate. With the I know. Did you see that? I know. I'm sitting there going, you're lucky I didn't look that up, Tommy. You're very lucky. Otherwise, I would get in the car and eject you straight away. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 that was interesting. Right here, mate. I was bored today, so... <laughs> I, no, that was interesting to hear, Tommy. I was, I was incredible when I looked at it. I, I, I second-guessed it. I was like, no, that can't be right. That cannot be right. But we just haven't been producing goals from other places place in the pitch. It's, and we're going to have to. It's, those players are going to have to step up. There's no getting around it. Oh, 100%, yes. Uh, I, I can't... They, they aren't coming from anywhere else right now, and it is... It is uh, it's a... I kind of so want to take, but we, I think we did all expect it, which is which is unfortunate. Um, so yeah, just brilliant. You, you're into April. We start like that. The weather has went back to mid December oh, in Scotland for whatever reason, and it's like this is just becoming a brilliant time. Scotia, your thoughts on Alfredo being out, mate? I rub salt into the wounds even more today. Yeah. Why not? Yes. Because what what um, Tommy's saying there about the goals is, is huge as well. But he's so vital to the way that we play and you know we'll probably come on to that when we discuss the Celtic game because we were playing the way we would play by Alfie and the team um, during that game and it, it, as well it could have been the last time that we'll have ever seen him in an Rangers shirt if he's well, not don't back say that to me. pre season you know, that's even worse news I mean the, the only potential benefit of that that you can see is that he's not really in the shop window from now until the start of next season mm -hmm. as it were so that you, you, I'll always look at that as a, a wee bit of an advantage. Obviously, Columbia aren't going to wait to the World Cup now either, um, so he wouldn't be involved in that anyway. But hopefully, it isn't the last time we see him in a Rangers shirt. Yeah, mate, it's a it's a cracking point. That um, I hadn't really brought myself round to that point yet, mate. Which is British <laughs> thanks, Scotia. Honestly, honestly, thank you for that. But you did no, say it was going to be fun. Oh, I know, I know. Uh, again, I, I'm going to apologise now to everybody that's going to listen to this. Uh, for the next 25 minutes or so, this is probably not going to be very enjoyable. Um, I, but Alfredo been out for us. It's just a massive blow. Uh, you do make a point in the fact that he, he won't be in the shop window, but I think his performances already in Europe, but in particular, has already put him firmly in the shop window for people. Uh, and uh, I would be... We've said it before, I would be shocked if there's not a, a bit of an offer for Alfredo, considering what this squad is, what this team is going to need to go through. 
uh, over the summer. So, yes, uh, from one disappointing thing to another, uh, onto the very disappointing performance and result at Ibrooks on Sunday. Rangers started the game in the best possible way and then decided to check out after six minutes, resulting in a 2-1 defeat and a must-win old firm game. Um, I think the defeat raises some more questions as well as bringing up reoccurring questions. I think that's probably the the best way to put it. There is questions we've asked before that have maybe been glossed over and pushed away considering the the run that we were on and how well we've been doing in Europe, etc. Uh, but we will try and find some form of uh, answers to them. Uh, Tommy, you weren't on the, the post-match, mate. Um, your overall thoughts on the game on Sunday? I was so happy you didn't invite me. I was sitting over in the corner thinking he's going to drag me over. Uh, I thought he did really well. I mean, I was kind of, there was a wee tear in my eye because I knew the league was over when we did that. It was just it was brutal, you know. It was, it was tough. It's funny seeing Ali famous, but that's, that's been a bit of a, that's been the only bit that's been funny about the whole thing this week. But no, that's, <laughs> but uh, it is what it is, isn't it? You, you couldn't, if you sat back as a, and we're honest with ourselves. You could see what was happening, and they after that after the first goal, you seen what was happening. Um, you know, you could see where, where Celtic were going to play, and it annoyed me. But we just didn't have any answers. We didn't have any answers, fair, but I just didn't think we did have any answers really for them. No, I think you're spot on, mate. <clears throat> I think the lack of the lack of response after it going two one. Mm-hmm. Um, is something we've seen far too many times now. Uh, and a team that just looks like they are lacking any sort of belief or desire to win, especially in the league form, you kind of have to take Europe out of it because it's a different equation altogether. Europe, uh, in terms of the league, it's just it's just not been anywhere near where it has to be. And Sunday was our season wrapped up in a game. It really was. It's exactly how we have been all season. Ali, the goals... Um, I don't know if you've you've suffered yet, because I'm presuming this is the first day you've felt pretty normal after the way you were feeling yesterday. Uh, the goals um, that we concede are shambolic; they really are. Um, for the praise and the the praise and the pass marks that I gave Lundstrom and Bassey, neither of them coming out looking very well after uh, the, the first uh, the two goals. Uh, however, I, I do think they are not the only ones to blame, and. We look clueless when we are defending our goal. It's it's chaos. There's no composure. There's no no leadership. There's nobody there to to decide what's going to happen with with certain things. And the the age old question is coming up again, mate, um, about Alan McGregor. Now, I don't want to completely blame blame it on him, mate, but. The save that he makes is very poor, very, very poor. It's straight into the path of Roderick. It's nowhere near where he should be putting the ball. His body shape's pretty much all over the place and he should be coming for the ball and he doesn't. Is is it all starting from him and working forward and is it finally time for us to take off the blue glasses, mate, and think, thank you, Alan, it's now time for you to step aside? Said it months ago about McGregor. So it's and then, we all, and then we all put him back in his team, <laughs> back in our team. <laughs> yeah, but but we put him back in the team because Van Bronckhurst came out and basically said he's my number one going forward. So that's the end of it. Um, in the league, I'll take Europe aside. In the league, he's cost us umpteen points this season. You can go through it all. He wasn't clever at the first goal. Second goal, we know he's not going to come for cross balls. We all know. Um doesn't command his box enough and it just breeds that him at the back just breeds what the back line is at the moment. It's a calamity. When a ball comes into our box, it's panic stations. And I says to Paul at work, and I remember you with a car and he's a Celtic fan, and when it came to the January, all I said to him was lump balls into our box and you'll get joy. Because it's panic stations. But I've seen it all those goals I've seen on Sunday, I've seen it all season. It's the same movie I've seen, and I'll, as soon as it went one each, the belief for Rangers drained, and there was nothing there. And the second half, Celtic sat back and went, break us down, because they knew they ain't going to break us down. And I think Rangers had 
I think Joshua Barry says 33 crosses in that game. And what have we got to show for it? Joe Hart had really nothing to do. One piece of colour, which, to be honest, he's got to save that. But as you said, Carney, in the, the post-marks, huffed and puffed. And it's been the story in just season this, this, this season. Can he score enough goals? Don't look convincing. And that game was basically a, basically summed up our season, to be honest. Um, and we, we've got what we deserved. We don't deserve anything at the moment. And that's the truth about it. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> you make a lot of good points, mate. Probably didn't answer the question I asked you, but... No. No, but I know, mate, no, but I, look, this is what this is all about. I, I wasn't having a go there, mate, genuinely, because this is what it's all about. We, we've got to sit and we've got to go through all these emotions and talk about all these things, because like I've said it before, this almost becomes a counselling session when we do a kind of debrief after a, a pretty do a poor defeat on Club Dead Corner, so... But do, do Ali, do you drop McGregor now? I don't know because I mean the league's done. The league's done for me. So yeah. I know we're we're in the Europa League and he performs in Europa League. I know he has cost a couple of times, but and we've got the Scottish Cup. I don't think he will. Yeah, I personally would bring McLaughlin in, and I, but I've said that for months. I'd bring McLaughlin in, but I've I've came to the realization that Gio said to his he's sticking with McGregor, so to me he's sticking with McGregor, doesn't matter how many times we all shout, bring McLaughlin in, I don't think he's going to do it, but yeah, I would bring McLaughlin in. Yeah, you're spot on, mate. I think that's probably everybody's real opinion on it, I would imagine. Um, Scotia, Europe, we are a different breed. Uh, I don't think there's any real doubt about that. We're a a completely different, a completely different animal. Um, But there is now no getting away from our league form under Gerard and under Gio has not been good enough. We have dropped nine points from winning positions at Ibrooks this season alone. Uh, and 13 in total, 13 points from winning positions in total, uh, which isn't going to win you anything. Um, it really isn't, especially that that run at the, the, the numbers at Ibrooks. Uh, it's, it's not good enough. We all know it's not good enough. So <clears throat> my question is, you can answer the McGregor one too if you would like and do Ali's job for him. Uh, however, is this team choosing when to turn the mentality on and turn it off? And is it all about the lack of pressure in Europe that they seem to feel that they have? Um, well, we've been saying this for quite a while now. We've all come out in different stages of the season and said that there's there's something wrong with this team in terms of mentality. There's like a, two different Rangers that show up from time to time. They seem to do choose and pick the games in Europe. How can you go and hammer Dortmund? And like, I mean, really on top of them, and ultimately should have won both 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 legs of those games. Really, um, the way the games went. Um, but then you turn up into the Scottish League and you just can't play. You can't play against a team that sit back, and that's what Celtic done perfectly on the second half on Sunday. There, they just played like any other Kenny Scottish Premiership team would play against Rangers. And then um, just make them go out wide and cross it in. Whereas in Europe, they, they come out and play against us. But I think there's, we've been saying it too often now for it not to be a mentality issue with some of these players that they just they can't handle the pressure to play in the Scottish League. I think was it a couple of seasons ago, Ryan Kent. Came, it might have been actually coming up towards the Braga game the last time round yeah, that Ryan Kent. Kent came out and said <laughs> that he prefers playing in Europe because there's no pressure on us. Um, I'm sure there's been a few other players. I don't know if Tav had come out with something similar previously. Yeah. And there's been a, you can just see that there's a few of them turned to him. Aribo, he can flourish in Europe at times, but then you see him playing there on Sunday, and he just didn't look interested. He looked like he was, you know, completely done in. Um, so yes, there, there is a mentality issue with this team, and what I think we've got to do as fans is, like you rightly say, it's not just under Geo. It's with Gerard as well, and. The 55 season is the exception because it happened in the, the, the two seasons previous to that and it's happened again this season. that They they just can't handle the pressure of the Scottish League. <clears throat> Tommy, is it pressure? Is, is, it, is it the pressure they can't handle or is it is it just choosing to only show up for the games that they, they that puts them in the shop window? I, I, I'm kind of putting that bluntly, but... They can play out their skin all they like uh, within the league. It probably doesn't get them a move to the to the, the English Premiership. Not now, not the way things have went within the transfer market. So is it the pressure or is this is this a mentality choice that the, some of the players are having? 
I think I think in Europe, I think they are all playing for themselves a wee bit. They are. They're always going to be that way. I think it's going to be like that. I think in the league, they're probably behind the scenes getting told, this is big, this is a massive game. And they're looking on the team sheet and going, how are we not going to get through this? And then they all look around and 80 minutes ago going, Christ, we better actually start being footballers and get on here and start winning goals. I mean, we've seen that at the weekend. That was about 85 minutes ago. It's panic stations. There's been so much of that this season. I think it starts from the beginning. How many lax passes have we seen out from the back? How many lax balls? I mean, I don't want to go on about throw-ins, right? But see the amount of throw-ins that we take where no one's even moving. And it's in the league. No one's moving. No one's making a movement. And we lose the ball. And it just happens time and time and time again. And you wonder why we're not getting the results because the teams don't fear you. Last year, they feared you because we were scoring goals from everywhere. I don't want to harp on about last year. But to get, you know, mentality-wise, it was a case of we're going to go there and we're going to give you an absolute doing. Do you know what I mean? We're going to win four, five, six now if we can. I feel this year it's like they get to half time nil now and it's like, hey, boys, you better start playing. Come on. You're good footballers. And then they just fold like, as Ali, and I hate him being right. It really annoys me. Right? <laughs> so that, mate. Sorry. <laughs> he's been right from the start. They are a bunch of cheap bags at times. Yeah. And and they are. And I'm sorry to say that. It's, it's hard to watch at times, but there's, it's nothing to do with ability. It was nothing to do with ability at the weekend. I think our team is a decent team, but individually we just seem to be just looking after ourselves rather than working as a team. You know, doing those little hard yard things, and you don't see it in the league. That's my. That's what I see in Europe. You know, if, if tab goes up, someone drops, and there's space, and they cover each other, and they make sure it happens. In the league, it's just like, oh, it doesn't matter. We're playing Dundee. They're not going to do anything with the ball. You know, it's it's a mentality thing for me. It's not. It's nothing else. And that comes from the top down, in my opinion. That's, you know, that comes through the whole thing. It's not, that's where, like, Sergio so and that, that's their job. They are there to motivate them, to make them understand that these wee teams, they matter. And it's a, you need to give them an impression that we're going to go and we're going to score two or three goals the other thing that I was going to say about that is, without harping on, how many times this year have we been under pressure, 70 minutes needing to get goals, 80 minutes? That just drains you as a football team. We can't make changes. We've got six substitutions, six substitutions in it, Scotia, that's right. Five. Six, five. Five. five, sorry. Six if you got a concussion. Aye. Well, is it? Have we, have we seen that? <laughs> no, you get, you, get a, you, <laughs> you can go. get a concussion sub. Ah, right. right. Well, have we seen five subs? Have we seen five rotations much this season? Yeah, the, I'm sure the Hearts game we made five subs. Yeah, but I've not seen it that much. And for me, that's because they're having to keep the best players in the park to get the goals. To you know, the strongest teams on the park, in his opinion. Um, and that's how I would sum up. Hope that answers the question. By the way, no, it does. Mate. No, it does, mate. No, don't worry about it, mate. Uh, it's there's 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 a number of things, Ali, that are, are all coming together at the same time. I think in order for this to be um, a mentality thing, obviously there's a number of players that are coming towards the end of their contract. We've said it up team times, it should never have been allowed to come to this situation that it's in. I mean, Goldson's a cert to be leaving in the summer. Uh, I don't think there's any real doubt about it now. <clears throat> so, and there is the, the lack of heart Mate, the lack of desire, the lack of hunger, the lack of understanding just what it means to play for Rangers. It's not just about Europe. And we all love Europe. Yes, we do. I love European nights at Ibrox. I've said it. It's the very, very few things come close to a big European night at Ibrox. It's tremendous. We all love it. However, that is not what this club is all about. The club is by taking care of league business first in order to continue to progress. Europe can be flashes. We have been very, very steady in Europe, very steady in Europe uh, in terms of progressing in, in the Europa League. We've done very well and we've held up Scotland in that regard. I don't think there's any real doubt about it. So it's not what about you've done for us then, what you've done for us against Dortmund. And again, this is kind of stealing David Edgar's phrase that he always says but it's true it's not what about you did then it's what about it's what you're doing for us right now and right now they're not doing enough and again we've spoke about the cycle mate is the cycle now at the end 
Yeah, said it for a while now. This this core group of players have been together for four years. And what if we won in four years? A championship last season, right? And let's Not be enough. honest about it. We're going to be good to well, honest. Well, well, yeah, well, that's, well, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. We've won a championship last season, but let's be honest about it. Early doors, Celtic weren't allowed to play two games. We stretched the lead. We never had pressure last season. Never had pressure from Celtic. And we cantered it because there wasn't pressure there. Every time I think there's been pressure in Rangers, they've fallen. I, I don't think they have the men. I don't think that group have the mentality to go and do something. And that's why going forward this season, i.e. Scottish Cup at Hamden, I really don't feel confident about that game at all. <laughs> I don't feel confident at all. And I look at the other side of the city and I don't like I, I, I don't like speaking about them, but you've got I mean you've got to give them some sort of credit. They this season well, everyone thought Rangers would canter the league again. They'd be closer. He, but he's brought in umpteen players. Yeah, they've spent a lot of money, Celtic. They've spent a lot of money, but they look like they want to play for him. They look like they know what they're doing. At times, we don't. We just we look clueless at times, and that shouldn't that shouldn't be the case. We've been together for four years, apart from a couple of players this season. But it's um, it's mentality for me with Rangers. Um, this team needs to be broken up. It's come to the end of its cycle, and we need to sell players in the summer. But like you say, Carney, we've we've ran we've ran key players down to one year. They're on a, a year left in a contract now. What do we do with these guys? I mean, do you go and go? Can you sign a three-year contract for us? But we will let you go. Will these guys want to do it? I mean, you don't know, but it's it's a dangerous game we've played, and I think the Malmo game was a massive thing at the beginning of the season. I think we banked on that. I think we thought we'd get through that. And it came back to bite us in the arse. And with the recruitment, I'm sorry, it's been shocking. It's been really shocking. <laughs> yeah. And um, it's a huge summer coming up for the Broncast. And I, I don't know what money he's going to have to spend. I really don't. <clears throat> yeah, Scotia Ali makes a, a really good point there. The recruitment hasn't been good enough. So it kind of does lead me on to the next thing I wanted to speak about. And do the board need to take an element of blame for this? Because there has been a real lack of investment. And and I don't mean... We, we have recruited in sense of Lundstrom and um, Sakala and uh, Aaron Ramsey, obviously. I've probably missed a few more else that you, out that you'll tell me, but <clears throat> there hasn't been... There hasn't been enough. No, I mean, in terms of the recruitment, is it the board overall? I don't know if you can blame the board overall because they've pumped in an awful lot of money and at the club to kind of cover gaps and things i think that you need Ross to kind Wilson, of maybe look at ross wilson here yeah. yeah 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 because yeah like you say in the summer who came in lundstrom sakala bakuna bakuna yeah oh, i mean i've completely forgot about bakuna yeah came in <laughs> and you know that way see seeing that, that that summer transfer window it was and i've seen rangers do it in the past before mm. you were holding out and spending the transfer money until after the the, the game i'm sure the season that we signed davis um, back in 2008 I'm sure we waited until after we'd been knocked out of the, the Champions League and the qualifiers for him after, after the season after Manchester so we've done that again with Malmo this season and then the January transfer window wasn't great I mean what Ramsey and Diallo were brought in but they're Kenny oh look at this big shiny fancy player he's value, valued at this much and um, Ramsey's starting to Kenny contribute now but I mean Diallo's not done anything for us apart from his, his wee cameo in the, the first game that he featured in and then obviously James Sands came in as well so, and we've not really seen enough of James Sands to make any any concrete decisions on him and obviously he's here until the end of um, 23, the 22-23 season um, so the recruitment yeah it does tend to have to get looked at um, and we need to be doing better because it really leads into this. The recruitment leads into the kind of the cycle of the squad. I think the cycle of the squad was always going to come to an end with Gerard leaving as well. But I think yeah. the, the team had come to a kind of natural conclusion. And I'm just looking at some of the players that came out of contract at the end of this season. I mean, I can remember saying this back in November, but um, we'll go again. McGregor, Davis, Ramsey, Arfield, Balogun, Goldson and Diallo will all be not here next season potentially unless any contract extensions are offered. Next season's Jack, Hellander, McCrory, Kent, Morelos, Sands and Aribo. And then we're getting to that stage where this 23-24 season's not going to be that far away. And that's Barisic, Tav, McLaughlin, Ruth, Lundstrom, Itten, Hadji and Bassey. So in terms of not just recruitment, but in terms of keeping these 
players on a decent contract so that we can get a return is vitally important because, yes, the squad's coming to an end of its cycle, but we're in this situation where we're probably not going to get top dollar for players that we could have last summer. <clears throat> you're spot on, mate. You're, you're absolutely spot on. Um, it's not been the, the correct way to do it. And I, again, back to what Ali was saying, I think they have made a few, <clears throat> they've banked on a few things that haven't happened. Uh, and it's a risky way to run a football team. It really is. <clears throat> Ali, before I come back to you, I'll go to Tommy with this because I know this is your man that I'm about to speak about. Uh, but Tommy, <laughs> what has happened to Mr. Joe Aribo? Um, are we going to put it down to fitness levels? due to the amount of football that he's been playing with, with us and obviously with the African Cup of Nations? Or has he checked out and is he heading for the exit door? Do I want to keep my pal or not? <laughs> right, um, I think Aribo is a ridiculously good footballer. He's too good for, the, for Scotland. I think he's been running at the ground. I think we've done it. I think you know he's been all over. He's been playing... He's a great footballer. It is fitness, and he's a professional footballer, so he should be fit. I mean, that's your job. But the last few while he has been hiding. There's no getting around it. Now, I don't know if he's carrying a wee knock and they're keeping going with it or what's going on because Aribo is class. Like, there's no getting around it. He is class. So something's going wrong with that. Either he's either behind the scenes with management, maybe not. he's not getting the role that he was getting before, you know, it's like Kamara. Look at Kamara before before ever this all the changes. You know, we're, we're, it was great. What, what happened to Kamara? He's in the same boat as my my opinion. I mean, how good was he? And then, you know, there's a lot of them in that field. I think that have had to be run into the ground because of the, as I was saying earlier, I think it's a snowball effect. We've had to go and play 70, 80, 90 minutes of these games that we shouldn't have had to play these players for that. We should be rotating them off at 50, 60 minutes. And that's why he is how he is at the moment. He's exhausted. You can do it. I mean, but he's still a class act, and I would love him to still be here at the end of the season. He's one of the ones I really want to keep because, as Ali always says, he's one of these guys that can just change a game on its head. He, he those dangly legs go all about, and he just. I was watching back at the Braga game, and you've seen that, and you know what he can do. So I think, I think they need to look internally. Why is that happening? And, and solve it and correct it and keep him because I think he is what we need going forward because Sunday proved it we have nothing going forward without someone like him you know we've got mm. nothing <clears throat> so uh, uh, yeah Ali we I know he's your boy mate uh, we have we spoke about Joe Aribo before the game and we said that he really owed us a quite a big performance because the last probably couple of old firm games, if we're going to be really honest about it, he's been nowhere near where he had to be. It's a hard one to admit. I, I like where Tommy's coming from in the sense that I would love him to stay. I think he has firmly decided that I don't want to be here anymore. Yeah. Since since January, he's, he's, he's not kicked his own ass, Joe Rebo. He's not... Mm -hmm. He's been a passenger at times in that team. That's sad to say it because the beginning of the season, his form was frightening. He was the best player in Scottish football that country mile up to Christmas. He really was. Um, he's a good footballer. I, I, I've said it for a long time. I just, I just don't think he believes in him, believes in himself enough, Jordy Bow. At times, I think he needs to believe in himself because he's a cracking footballer. We've seen it, but. Too many big games, i.e. Celtic games, like you say, Carney. He's not showing up at all. And he mm. needs to, if he wants to go to the next level, Jordy Bo, he needs to put performances in these games because that's where he's seen in the telly with all these other teams. He doesn't do it. Um the game on Sunday there, how he lasted ninety minutes. Oh, I mean, me. really he oh. was off for nothing, but I'll count I'll counter it and say, Who'd you bring on from? Because you looked at yes. that bench. You you look at that bench at the weekend and go Apart from Sakala, there was nothing there. I was supposed to mention that Lowry, for me, has got to get a chance going forward. I don't know why he was on the bench. I don't know if he had a knock or not. But the problem he plays, Jody, well, kind of what Tommy's saying, is because he is that tin opener at times, and we don't have anyone else. There's nobody to come in apart from a Lowry, possibly. But I think he has been running at the ground a bit, Jody, but I'm kind of in your camp, can a bit as well. I, I can see him. He looks like he's checked out. He's got a year left in his contract. And I, I, 
I'd love to see him there next year, Joe Rabel, but at the same time, we can't have guys that don't want to be here. Much as I like him, he doesn't want to be here. He can go, and um, he might be one in the summer that, that will go, along with a lot of other players. Oh, a lot of other players. Uh, I just think, for me, Aribo is now one of the established players in this current squad. He is probably looked at towards a more senior um a senior figure, if that makes sense. And he's kind of stature within the team. And too many times on Sunday, he just didn't want the ball. He didn't even want to take two touches of the ball. He he just had very little effect. And maybe I'm singling him out a wee bit too much. I'm not sure. I don't think he was... I I do think he was the worst on the park for us. Uh, I do. I thought he was awful. I really did. Uh, And I'm ashamed that how he he stayed on that pitch for his length he did has only got to be down to who do you else do you bring on? Because there was there was literally nobody else. Um, Scotia, what's next for Van Bronckhurst? Will he survive if we are out of everything in the next two three weeks? This is a very interesting question. I said when he came in that even if it all goes tits up this season, some of that blame needs to get apportioned at Gerard's feet. But we all know how mm-hmm. football actually works; it all get put in Gio's feet. I think personally, he probably needs the summer himself and like the next season himself but it's getting at the stage where you're like because mm. Gio's done a thing that to be fair an awful lot of managers do that they just get this core squad core group of about 14 to 16 players that you no, know, you'll be in my team no matter what and kind of a few players will come flitting and out the team at the very start and then you'll never see them again I think of the likes of when Itton was brought back in loan when Scott Wright was starting and, and sort of the start of the year there that now we don't see them at all anymore and that kind of leads into the issue with Aribo as well in terms of because he's selected this core group they're not the players that are playing all the time aren't getting a rest and you need to with it just quickly on Aribo as well you need to remember well I think he's only not featured in two games since he's come back from the African Cup of Nations and that was the two cup games against Annan and Dundee and to be fair to him as well when he was out in the AFCON I'm sure the heat over there was horrendous. So he must be absolutely knackered, Jory Bo. So that partly plays into him as well, I think. But yeah, what's next for Gio? Well, he needs to win the cup. That, I mean, that's a must, really. He needs to win that cup. But I think we're all in agreement that, yes, the league's, realistically, it's done. Because the way, what, there's 18 points left to play for and Celtic are effectively seven points ahead of us. So we need them to draw at least twice and us to beat, us to win all our games, which includes a defeat for them in that old firm game, which I can't see happening, if I'm honest. I can see us drawing more games than, than Celtic in the run-in, just like, like we've discussed with the way our, we're playing in, in the league. So that's what he needs to do. And then the difficulty I think he's got as well is because we're in Europe still, and you know how we've said we play a wee bit differently in Europe, is it the time that he then, for these last six games in the leagues, that he experiments about a wee bit? Do you bring in McLaughlin for all these games to see if he's up for it for being number one next season? Do you play Lowry? I, in an ideal world, that would be right. But, you know, if we get beat and one of these changes have been made, he'll get absolute pelters for it, just the way football yeah. works. So, yeah, he really needs to win the league. and or Not win the league, sorry, win the cup. And realistically, win at least five of the remaining games in the league. For me, and I, see how we're in Europe. I, I would say one of them has to be the old firm. He has to win that. Yeah. Uh, I think that's a crucial game for him to to get over, including the one in the cup. Obviously, because we have to win the cup now. Uh, I, I'm still, I'm still, I'm still firmly on the fence with Gio whether he's going to survive or not. I, I don't know. I'll, I always, I always think. Well, he probably shouldn't stay on if we don't win anything but who else are you going to get we're back to square one mm. do you know what I mean so it's a big knock on effect that could roll into next season as well so it's one of those things um, just before we move on a yes or no question uh, Tommy uh, kind of on the spot I suppose this one is Gio the man to take us forward yes I'll tell you why Okay. How many good managers have came in halfway through the season with a score but that wasn't picked by them and done well not many. It's hard. You've, you, you know, even you go, you hop back to teams before. Like Big X, did Big X do it? But it's not many, though, is yeah. it? It's hard. And I think because of his stature in the team, sorry, at Rangers, I think he'll be given time. He'll be given the summer. 
And then at the start, for six games, if it doesn't work out, I think then they would look at change. I don't, I can't see it going to the summer and them not being there. Because as you said, who do you get that's going to come to Rangers? I mean, so, it's, I, that's my opinion. So I think, yeah. I think, yes, he has to be given time with a team that is his and he gets chance to rebuild. I think that's fair a fair. Enough. Yeah, that is fair enough. Ali, yes or no, is Joe the man to take us forward? Mm. Um, it needs to be given this summer. I'll say that. But deep, if if, I, if you want me to be completely honest, deep down, do I think he's the man to lead Rangers forward? From what I've seen on this season, with some decisions that baffled me, I'm going to say no. And it pains me to say it. Pains me to say it. But he needs to be given this summer. I hope he proves me wrong. I hope he proves me wrong. But I don't think he is. If I'm being blatantly honest with myself, I don't think he is. That is fair, mate. That is fair. I think. You're quite right to be like that. I think that it's it's, it's actually I, I don't think you get you get people disagreeing and agreeing with you, and that's the kind of situation that we've kind of backed ourselves into a corner with. Scotia, is Joe the man to take us forward? Yes or no? Yes. You just the only one to get the question right. Only the only one person to get the question right. I love I love our yes or no one word answer uh, questions because okay, that's what it is, mate. That is what it is. Um, <laughs> It's uh, it's my podcast, and I'm firmly, firmly not giving an answer to that. I'm afraid, uh, 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 because see, in all honesty, see the fact that I don't know, see the fact that I can't have a decisive answer to it, makes me think that he isn't. He probably isn't the man, um, and I, I don't want to. I'm a glass half full guy, and but however, and I know it's raw after an old firm defeat, and after that, pretty much giving the league up. Um, there is so much pressure on him for this next month. Honestly, for this, not even next month, these next two weeks are so crucial for him. And I just think if we're out of everything in two or three weeks, I just don't see how we'll survive. I think the pressure will just be too much. And Rangers Twitter will become horrific, man. Uh, go see, if he loses the four, see if he loses the four old firm games, then yeah, I think you can, you can nah, that's that. probably you can. won't be that. Um, I'd agree yeah, with that. He can't, he can't survive that. So he has to win. He has to win both of the old firms. I'm sorry, he does. He has, he has to win both of the old firms. Uh, remaining the rest of the season, uh, he has to. Um, yeah. So it's uh, an interesting time coming up. Uh, I'm cautious of time, lads. So I'm quickly just going to touch on one last thing before we we move on. Uh, see the clowns that think that throwing bottles at a football match is acceptable. Um, do us all a favour and never return to Ibrooks, never return to a stadium where Rangers are playing because you don't represent our club and you're a disgrace on our club. Sunday was bad enough without you having to go into um, Ibrooks. Make a bit of a fool of yourself because you clearly can't be trusted with a drink, can you? So stay at home, fling bottles at your telly if you like, uh, if that's the way you're so inclined. But you do not represent me and you do not represent my football club. Uh, so, yeah. Stay away with your idiotic behaviour. Um, I think that's me being rather polite about it. Uh, not much more to add on it. So, speaking of massive balls, um, as a word from our sponsors, mm-hmm. it's time to join 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped, who are the leaders in below-the-waist grooming and can provide you with the right tools for the job to keep your balls thanking you. With our exclusive offer, go to manscaped.com, use the code CLUBAT22 for 20% off and free shipping. Manscaped has the full package you need for spring cleaning this year. The performance package 4.0 is the only tool you need to keep your boys looking and smelling like your partner wants. Use the lawnmower 4.0 trimmer to get the most precise shave on your hedges. It's waterproof so you can trim in the shower and it's equipped with an LED light for precision trimming. Also good in case you want to live life on the edge and shave your delicates in the dark each to their own on that one. To complete the trimming of said delicates, finish it off with the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and uh, Crop Reviver, the Ball Toner which is Scotia's favourite. Uh, our exclusive offer is 20 20% off and free shipping with the code CLUBAT22 at manscaped.com. Scotia, what were your balls do? Sorry, I'm mute though, thank you. No, for God's sake, Honestly, man. Honestly, uh, yes. Uh, thank you to Manscaped too, for their continued support for us. They are uh, The products generally are superb. 
And also, I just have to say, Manscaped has partnered with the Testicular Cancer Society to bring awareness to testicular cancer, men's health and early cancer detection. Uh, Manscaped is committed to raising awareness for the most common form of cancer in men aged between 15 and 35 and giving support for fighters, survivors and families impacted by cancer uh, as part of their We Save Balls initiative. So we fully back that here at Club at 22, so get them checked, you've been Right, gentlemen, we will move on, uh, try and pick ourselves up a wee bit after that 40 minutes of uh, negativity, uh, and we look uh, we look ahead to our, uh, our last eight, the first leg of the last eight tie in the Europa League against Braga. We travel to Portugal um, on Thursday night. The kickoff is 8pm, not the usual 6, uh, 5.45 for us playing away, so just a wee heads up on that one. Uh, Braga are sitting fourth in the league behind the big three in Portugal, uh, which is Porto, Benfica and Sport Lisbon. Uh, and they're coming into this game after a 3-2 win over Benfica, so they'll be feeling pretty good for it. Um, Ali, I think this is a pretty massive tie for Rangers. Uh, they really have to try and salvage something from the season now. And if I'm going to be honest, mate, they owe us a bit of a performance. Yeah, the 100% owe the Rangers fans... Um... And you, you've got to look at nothing would surprise me Rangers on Thursday night it really wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me if Rangers were out there and beat them 3-0 no, or won't. something that would not surprise me because that, that's the way they are but it's um, you look at Braga our core our core team that's been together for four years has played out there before so they know what it's about um, I think me and Scotia mentioned Braga have lost a few players from when we played them previously they came second in the same group as Red Star Red Star topped that group so in the same group as Red Star so We've we've got we've got a good chance. We're a decent team in Europe Rangers, which sounds mental saying that when we're bloody rotten in the league, but um we are a decent team and I we've we've got a wee chance, but they, they need to go out and they need to go out and show us something, Carney, because like I said, this April could collapse. It could utterly collapse and it could be we, we all said again April it could be brilliant or it could be an absolute disaster. Um but the way I look at Europe, and I, I say it to Tommy when he comes over and we watch the game with me, I think it's a free hit for Rangers. I don't think they have pressure in Europe, and that's why I think they play well in Europe. Um, it's a free hit for me, Europe, as well. But, yeah, they've got a good chance, Rangers. But Braga will be looking at us thinking, aye, we've got a good chance as well, to be honest. Yeah. They probably watched probably watched <laughs> that game on Sunday and thought, this will be this will be a laugh. This a bunch of players that don't look very up for it at all. But you're right, mate. You don't know what to expect from Rangers in Europe. Uh, I think obviously the blow of Alfredo is massive because he is yeah. crucial to us in Europe. He really is. However, I also think Kamal Roof could do pretty well in Europe uh, at the same time. Um, so yeah, ah. Uh, Am I looking forward to it? Yes, of course I'm looking forward to it, but uh, I am interested to see what Rangers team turn, turns up. Scotia, your thoughts ahead of the game on Thursday, mate? Yeah, it's going to be difficult, made even more so by the fact of the, the result in Sunday, the result and performance in Sunday there, but it's kind of, it's a perfect game for Rangers to come back into, kind of just put the league back to the back burner for the moment and then go and focus on this and kind of prove to us as Rangers supporters that we can actually we can actually do this and, and put in a performance. It's go, I think it's going to be tough, no doubt about it. It's, do I prefer playing away from home first? I'm not sure, because I'm so used to that Manchester run where we were playing at home second. No, we were, we were playing at home first all the time, first. weren't we? Yeah. yeah so yeah. I'm not sure how I feel about Usually I know it's the other way around, but obviously away goals don't really come into things anymore. Going to be a tough game, like you said, just coming off that that result against Benfica, which was I watched the highlights of that back and some pretty decent goals in there, and um, from from Braga. I know that obviously Ali had mentioned they lost an awful lot of their really good players when we played them last time, but um, you've got Ricardo Horta, who I think he came off the bench in the game at Ibrox against us, but he was pretty young back then. But he's turned into a bit of a star player for them, and he's got nineteen goals this season, and all come or certainly in the league and in his. And in Europe, um, but he's looking pretty good. He's got his younger brother in the midfield there as well, who's pretty decent. Um, so it'll be a tough game, but I'm feeling fairly confident. But would note that we've got um, Lundstrom and Sakala could both end up missing the second leg in terms of picking up a yellow card. And um, so have Bra Braga got two players, Castro and Moura, but I don't think they've played that often recently. I um, when did they get wiped after this round? 
after after the second leg, second leg of the after quarters. The second yeah. leg, yeah. So I knew that. I knew it was quite soon. Um, I don't think you can take that into the equation, really. Um, you have to, you have to play the best possible team that we we can. Uh, and that's probably a spoiler that not probably not a spoiler. Lundstrom is definitely in my team. Um, Tommy, your thoughts ahead of the game? Look, Braga are. Um, of course, we played Braga before. Um, I think it's quite easy to forget just how good Braga were when we played them. Yep. Obviously, we came back to win. Mm-hmm. Um, however, this will, of course, it's not going to be a gimme. You're in the quarterfinals of the, the Europa League, mate. So they're going to be a decent outfit. Yeah, I mean, I was I watched back the highlights of them playing Monaco and they steamrolled them 3-0 over the two legs. I know that it was 3-1, but the last goal went at like the 96th minute. I just think I think it's going to be a tough game. I do. There has been big changes in their team. They're on a fly. They've just beaten third. It, their league doesn't it, where their points are. It doesn't really matter because they can't really get to third, and they're in fourth. They can't comfortably mm. there. So, and I, I think a big part of that is they'll be fresher than us because they've only played like three games compared to. I can't remember how it was. I worked it out earlier and I've not written it down, but they definitely played less games than we have recently. So, it's and they're. They've been half decent at home. That's the thing. So I think it tomorrow's going to put, uh, sorry, Thursday's going to be about how much these guys really want it, isn't it? You know, both teams, I think both teams are good. You don't get to this stage and, as you said, you're, you're average. It's going to be about who really wants it, who makes, who takes the chances. And that's the what, what worries me a wee bit. Uh, where are we going to get, where are we going to take them from? Um, I think you're right with what you said about Roof. You know, I think in Europe, he's going to be decent. Um, but yeah, no doubt Rangers will do what they do and win like 4 nothing and then make us all happy. And that's what they tend to do, isn't it? So hopefully that's the case. Me and Ali are on a good roll, by the way, at yours. So I'll be definitely there at 8, Ali. We've got quite a good combo yeah, we've there, haven't got we? A good week. We've got a good week record at my flat. We've got a good week. Over, so. Yeah, yeah. So we'll, we'll keep that up. So that'll stay consistent, boys. Yeah, uh, hopefully that's the omen that we need, mate. But I think he's all made a good point that this is a good game for Rangers to begin into because if we were playing St Murna on Thursday night, I guarantee Rangers would drop points. So <laughs> it's almost a cert, isn't it? So yeah, it's uh, it's. I mean, it's a massive tie for us. Um, it's a, and a great achievement by Rangers to get there. Um, so it really is over to them to try and um, salvage something, give us a performance, get something to give us go. Get, give us something to get going again because the the Ibrooks support, the Rangers support is at a pretty low just now and that's the team's doing, that is not other doing, that is the team's doing so yeah, on that, Alistair Pearson who's your team? What's your score? My team to play Braga is going to be the exact same team that played Celtic Oh, right. That's the team I'm playing. No. Um, I don't think we've got much options. You could say Sakala maybe comes in, Arfield maybe comes in. I'm going with the same team. I'm going to give them one throw, last throw of the dice at team to show us something. Um, I think Ramsey starts. I, I thought Ramsey was. Yeah. I thought he. I thought he was decent against Celtic Ramsey. I thought he was taking off a bit early, but so yeah, I'm going with the exact same team, and I'm going to go. We'll concede definitely. We'll throw a goal in somewhere. Um, <laughs> from a corner, mate, or from a from a ball into a box or something. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go one-one, and I'm going to go. I always say it. Ryan Kent first goal score. I'll score at one point. Ryan Kent. There we go. One-one. Yeah. Um, well, I think it's. I get where you're coming from with that team selection, mate. To give them one kind of last throw of the dice at it. Not for me. I think there'll be. I think there'll be changes. Um, this is probably me being a wee bit naive as well. But um, Scotia is Alex Lowry in the European team. Yeah, all the all the young Scottish players are in the B league or the B list, or whatever it is, so they can play. They don't need to be registered. So right, okay, so they, he can't play now. Again, I'll probably get laughed out the door for this. Uh, I would play McLaughlin, Tavernier, Goldson, Balogun, Bassey, Jack Lundstrom. Ramsey, Kent, Lowry and Roof. Um, I don't think he would do that, but this boy deserves a chance. And I'm sorry, Alistair, but I I 
I don't think I can look at Joe Aribo right now. <laughs> I just, I, I can't, I, I can't have him doing what he did on Sunday anymore. I just can't, this half-arsed look that he has. Um, and I know he's kind of like that anyway in his style of football, but he lost out with a battle to Taylor, like, and it was so feeble. If you've watched the game back, you'll know what game I'm talking about. It was pathetic, man, honestly. And I'm like, no, I just don't look like he wants to be here. And see, if you don't, you don't deserve to play. So I would I would risk it um, for a biscuit, as they say, and I would play young Lowry to see what he's made of because he's did nothing but impress me every time I've seen him, including when we went to the B-team game. He stood out there like a... Like a shiny tack, he was he was superb, uh, and I'm also going for one each, and I am going for a James Tavernier penalty. Um, so yeah, we will concede, no doubt. Um, Scotia, your team and your score. Um, my team is the exact same as Sunday's, but with Sakala and for a rebo. Yeah, so that's McGregor, Tav, Goldson, Balogun, Bassey, Lindstrom, Jack, Sakala, Ramsey, Kent, and Ruth. Reason I'm going for that is, like you say, I think Aribo's blown out his arse at the minute, and the, the problem with playing Aribo as well is it it means we're going to have to set up in like a four three three or a four two three one formation for the majority of that game, and we'd seen it didn't work against Celtic. I think if you've got Sakal on, it gives you a wee bit more flexibility and maybe going to a two up top with him and Roof that yeah. you know, gives us something that we could maybe try and try and look at because I'm hoping for that anyway, um, and my score is going to be. Let's be optimistic and go for a, a 2-1 Rangers victory with Roof to get the first goal. <laughs> I'll take it, mate. I will take it. Um, it would be like Sakala and Roof up front, like uh, the wee man and the slightly not so wee man playing up front. What heights? Roof, he's not at all, is he? He's not like... I don't know. Nah. Imagine he's about, I don't know, six foot five, or something like that. Five ten or something, five eleven. Yeah. yeah, something like that. But uh, but yeah, I mean, it'd be interesting to see if we did do something like that, play day two up front. Um, Tommy, your first ever teammate on here and your um, your goal, your um, your, your score prediction even. Scotia stole my thunder, Benjamin. <laughs> I have the same team as Scotia. I think Aribo will be sitting on the bench. I think he'll come on. I think Sakala deserves his chance. Um, I like your team. I just don't think it's going to be playing. No, I think I'd love to see Larry. I just kind of see that happening. I kind of see McGregor. I think he's pretty much keeps the same structure all the time, doesn't he? And he's, I feel Sakala deserves it. I mean, even when he came on uh, at the old firm the weekend, I felt like he made a difference. I mean, he tried. I felt like it changed the game a wee bit. I don't know why he's not getting a start. I just think he, he should deserve it. Um, kind of thing, and my goal prediction <laughs> it's going to be a hard one, Alex. It's going to be 3 2 Rangers. It's going to be oh, one of those God. ones where it's going to be mental. It's going to be, it's going to be own goals, it's going to be chaos, Oof. and we're going to score and make us all happy. Mm, and I know that's a bit crazy. And I think Sakala is going to score first. And we're going to be up at 2 0, and then we're going to be back at 2 2, and then we're going to be on the light. Mystic Meg over no. here. Honestly, you better put that, think... that on at the bookies, mate, because if that comes in, I, mate, you're getting a fortune for that one. Uh, yeah, that I think it's a, sure. that's a bit wild. Truthfully, I think it'll be about 1 1, but I'm hoping for that kind of game. I'm hope. I'm really hoping for a performance. I really am. I'm looking for something to to raise us back up again uh, and give us a wee bit of, a wee bit of spirit back because uh, I think we're all in thoroughly need for it. And as it gets closer, even tomorrow um, after after today, I always feel better after we do the, this pod. After a very disappointing result, I, I tend to feel better after it. So uh, I'll start looking forward to to the Braga game uh, and looking forward to seeing um, what this team can do in Europe. Uh, so that will do us. Um, for tonight, um, I will thank the gentleman Tommy. Solid debut, mate. Um, well done, uh, and welcome, welcome to the team, mate. Uh, Scotia, thanks very much, mate. Thank you very much. Now it's yeah, like you say, get over, get over the weekend there, and start looking forward to the game Thursday night because it's the quarterfinals of the Europa League. It is, mate. I know it's huge. It, is. it just it's weird that it doesn't feel like it after this weekend. It's so strange. <laughs> As always, Alistair Pearson, thank you very much, mate. No problem. Yeah, it'd be hard. it's hard to go up for a... I mean, that is a quarter-final of the Europa League, but at the moment it's hard to go up for it. But I'm sure by yeah. tomorrow and Thursday morning, um, I'll be looking forward to the game. Aye. Yeah, 
Nice one. Uh, so as always, please like the videos, please subscribe to the YouTube channel, all the usual stuff. If you listen to us on Spotify, you can leave a rating now. If you can give us a wee five-star rating, that would be very much appreciated. Uh, we will be back with you uh, with a club reaction pod after the game on Thursday. So until then, thank you for tuning in. We are Club at 22, the Rangers podcast, and I'll speak to you all next time. Cheers, everyone. <laughs>